0: Hello everybody, welcome once again as uh, we continue on in a series we're doing called Do You Want to Get Well? Do You Want to Get Well? This series is based on an encounter that we read about in John chapter 5 that Jesus has with a man at the pool of Bethesda. The man at the pool of Bethesda in question has been there for a very long time. He's been uh, in a bad way for 38 years Um, the in in the translation that we looked at it said that he was an invalid but in other translations it could be infirmed the word could also mean uh, sick weary diseased what we know from the illustration is that he was just stuck in the way that he'd been living for a very long time he'd gotten himself uh, to a place that was known for healing but that's as far as he'd gotten and um, it, it looks like he'd been there for so long that he had no friends left Um, he was alone, he wasn't getting any better, he was stuck in his ways, and um, life just wasn't moving along, and and yet that had become familiar to him. Uh, Jesus comes along, I love this about Jesus, he sees this guy, everybody else, he was kind of invisible, Jesus sees him, uh, starts a conversation with him and asks him this uh, amazing question, do you want to get well? Uh, It's a it's a powerful question. It's a question with a lot of depth, and that's what we're looking at. It's a, the simple answer that everybody wants to go with right away is, "Well, of course, I want to get well." Everybody wants to get well, but the reality is, the question comes with deeper issues. Really, do you do you really want to get well? Are you willing to change? Are you willing to break out of the familiar? Are you willing to start doing things God's way? Will you listen to His voice? Um, will you trust Him? Will you have faith? or is uh, what you're really looking for more along the lines of you still want to do what you want to do but you would like a better outcome and and that's what most people are kind of stuck at that uh, um, the, the idea of, of you know wellness sounds good but the, the price that comes with it isn't, isn't one that they, they want to pay and that's the issue that's going on here and Jesus extends the kingdom of God to this man just as he does to us with that question I, I, that's why it's worth so much time spending on it, it's a, it's a great question that we can apply in every area of our lives. Do we really want to get well? Um, do we want to change? Are we willing to do what it takes? Um, and, and so in this series, we've been looking at that question, and we've been spending now weeks talking about different aspects of it. From, from its introduction, I then began to talk about the fact that, um, that, that the, we, we're in a very real spiritual battle that kind of revolves around the answer to that question. And that uh, this is where the the spiritual battle plays out. Do you want to get well? Do you want to do things God's way? Or do you want to do things your way? And when you do them your way, by default, you're doing them the enemy's way. Because he wins by default in that situation. And that Jesus has come, we know in John 10, uh, that we might have life and have it to the full. We know from that same passage of scripture that the enemy has come to steal, kill, and destroy. And that's the stated battle. Uh, and so life can be found in Christ, or we we settle for something far less a counterfeit life when we do things our way. But in every area where we choose to do it His way, where we really say yes I, I want to get well, then we have a a wealth of help available to us in this battle. We have a, all sorts of things and all sorts of uh, opportunities and and uh, ways. To move towards wellness in Christ. And that's what we've been talking about in this part of the series. We, we talked that we have Jesus who, who's there to help us. And we looked at chapter verses in Hebrews 2 and Hebrews 4 that says that. That he wants to help us with grace and mercy. All that we need when we move towards him in, in, in choosing to do it his way. He'll be with us there. He's, he's, he wants to help us. He's not pointing at us. He's not you know, trying to beat us up. He wants to help us make choices... ...that we can experience the full and abundant life that he's come to give us. Then um, we talked about the Bible... ...and how uh, there's so much in the Bible that we need to understand and begin to take in. And that uh, we we have prayer. And that I I said to you that that these two things are such, such a huge important aspect of getting well. Spending time in the Bible and spending time in prayer... And that the, the evil one's plan uh, has been to keep people, keep believers in particular, away from those two areas. Um, because uh, he, he then robs them of life that they can have when they're engaged in Bible study and prayer. The culture um, is, is, you know, just filled with fear and worry. And, and if we don't spend time in the word and in prayer, we end up being just like the culture. You can't tell us apart. We get consumed as well. With the fear and the worry of the world around us and, and 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 so you know we need to spend time in the Bible so we can know that we don 't need to be afraid. We have the promises of the Bible, we know how it works out, how it ends up, and and that we don 't need to be afraid of what 's coming um, and and we have prayer so that we don 't get consumed with worry and anxiety. worry and anxiety don 't do any any good for us prayer is a is an amazing thing that that uh, you know, prayer um, uh, often, you know, works on circumstances. More often it works on us in the midst of circumstances. And so we have these things available to us. And then last week I said that uh, these uh, begin to tie together in worship. And we, we talked about spending time at the feet of Jesus and, and listening for his voice and, and just loving on him in, in prayer and, and then understanding that life is, is really found in him. And so I've encouraged you in these last few messages to, um, to really work towards spending time with him. And I, I've said it this way. Look, five minutes of, of time reading the word and five minutes in prayer. And, and, and that these, this makes up our time, our beginning time at his feet. It, it's what those things look like. And, and these, aren't, these aren't, it's not much time. But the reality is we have to keep pushing through and breaking through into these things because many people will hear what I've just said and yet still are, are struggling trying to make that happen in their daily lives. And, and so we need to get it started because we want to build on it. We, um, there's, there's, there's more to come in that, in that area, but you have to start somewhere. And, and so my encouragement again this week is going to be start somewhere. Start with, with five minutes in, in the Word every day and five minutes in prayer, just five and five, and, and we'll start there. We're going to build on that, and I'm in this series, I'm going to talk about how to build on that coming up very soon, in the next month or so, but but for now, just trying to lay the groundwork of the importance of it and, and how that's where we're going to experience life. And so, um, we've been talking about these things. Well, today, uh, what I want to add to this is the idea of... Um, the Holy Spirit empowering us in these areas um, to help us. And so if we haven't been able to do it yet, maybe we haven't been totally tapping into the power that's available to us to move us in those directions. Uh, and because if you, if you try and do this in your own strength, you're going to get, it's going to get really difficult. But, uh, but the, the Spirit of God wants to help us in these areas today. And so that's what we're going to talk about, is how He will help us in this whole process. But before we move into that part of the message, I just, uh, I had a few things, uh, and, and I, was, I was thinking about the English language, which I mess up all the time, but uh, how fascinating the English language is, and, and I, so I had a few things that I thought you might um, find interesting, just about the English language, just as, as I was thinking about them. Um, like uh, we were talking about e- eating early, a little earlier uh, today. Uh, if a vegetarian eats vegetables, um, what does a humanitarian eat? just something to think about people recite at a play and play at a recital fascinating, no? we ship by truck and we send cargo by ship okay don't worry you'll like this one we have noses that run and feet that smell How can a slim chance and a fat chance mean exactly the same thing? And yet at the same time, a wise man and a wise guy, opposites. The English language. Last one. I bet you're glad. This is more of a thought on the language. It's hard to explain puns to kleptomaniacs because they're always taking things, literally. 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 That's a good one. Scripture reading. Thank you, Jesus. Galatians 5, 16 through 25. The Apostle Paul. So I say, live by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the sinful nature. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the sinful nature with his passions and desires. Since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. Blessed be the word of the Lord. First point in your notes is this. Let's talk about what it means to keep in step with the Spirit. Point number one, keeping in step with the Spirit. So... When you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, the Holy Spirit comes and he dwells in you. Romans 8, 9 says, You, however, are controlled not by the sinful nature, but by the Spirit, if the Spirit of God lives in you. And if anyone does not have the Spirit of Christ, he does not belong to Christ. So, so in Christ, um, we have the Holy Spirit who comes and he dwells in us. And, and he has, um, he's there to help us in a lot of different areas in life. And so um, uh, this, this idea then of what it means to keep in step with the Spirit, what does that mean? And, and so I, I think I have a fairly good analogy for, for this. Um, we'll, see how it, we'll see how it works out. Um, how many of you, and, and you don't need to respond to this by hands or anything, but how many of you have ever danced in some type of sort of choreographed dance, um, like in a ballroom dance with a partner, or even in a, in a country line dance. And, and even if you never have in yourself, maybe you've at least seen like Dancing with the Stars or something, and you get the image that I'm going for. It's about being in step, moving together like one unit. And the result is something it's beautiful, it's, it's joyful, it's graceful, it's exciting, and it's full of life. Um, that's, that's what it is to, to keep in step. And, and I think this is a really good picture of keeping in step with the Spirit. As we follow His lead, we can experience the beauty and the joy and the grace and the excitement of living His way. And the Holy Spirit leads us into the very same things we've been talking about over the last few weeks. Spending time in the Word of God. Spending time in prayer and spending time in worship. So, and the Holy Spirit will lead us and help us in each one of these uh, life-giving activities uh, in, in our lives. He, he, he will help us in this area and keeping in step with him will actually move us into these areas of life. And so point number two, um, and so he leads, we follow, he leads us in the word. That's point number two. He leads us in the word. One of the things that the Holy Spirit does is reveal divine truth. 1 Corinthians 2, 9 through 11. However, as it is written, no eye has seen, no ear has heard, no mind has conceived what God has prepared for those who love him. But God has revealed it to us by his Spirit, The Spirit searches all things, even the deep things of God. For who among men knows the thoughts of a man except the man's spirit within him? In the same way, no one knows the thoughts of God except the Spirit of God. So the Holy Spirit helps us to see the truth as we read and and study the Word of God. Um, He's able to open things up to us in a way that that we couldn't perceive without His help. He, He illuminates... The scripture, he he makes it come to life, and so uh, you know this is is what we've been talking about. When I talk about spending time in His Word, um, uh, under the uh, and with the help of the Holy Spirit, that time um, sh- shouldn't be something that you hate. Uh, it, it shouldn't be something that becomes a drudgery, um, because if it is, something's missing. Now, some days are going to be better than others. Um, this just, just this. Trust me in that. Sometimes you'll, you'll, you'll read and you'll think, um, you know, what did I just read? And, I, and some, you have to go back and look at it again because you may not be fully checked in. But there are times when, when uh, if you'll just stick true to reading it every day, when it will so just pop open to you and, and just be so full of life and meaning, and you'll, you'll read something that you've read lots and lots of times, and all of a sudden, you'll, you'll, you'll see it in a whole different way, because the Spirit of God is illuminating the truth to you, and, and it'll take on a whole, just, it, it just sort of, it just explodes in, in, in the way that you read it, it's, it's what I'm talking about, the beauty of it pops up, the grace of it will come out, the excitement of it, and, uh, uh, this comes from that kind of time. You won't experience those things, though, unless you're, you're developing a time in the Word. It, it comes from, you know, just doing this, but this, the Spirit of God will help us in our time in the Word. So it should never be a dry, dull, boring um, thing that you just try and get over. You, uh, uh, you should approach the reading of the Word of God with a measure of excitement, that that, you know, you get to connect in the Word of God with the creator of the world under the power of the holy spirit in ways that that are just amazing. It's a it's a it's such an amazing privilege that we have to to spend this time. That that we need to start thinking of it that way. That this this whole walk that we have in in the lord is 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 amazing. It's it's way beyond what we could ever deserve and and, and there's so much to it. And yet we I still think that so often we're tricked out of it. We're just deceived out of it by a very real enemy who tries to make us think that other things are more important, or better, or more life-giving. There's so much more life available to you in the Scripture than than you will ever find in in, in uh, virtually any other activity, and so, and and so it should be at the highlight. But somehow it's it's lost some of its, uh, and that's a trick. It, it's it's a, it's an amazing book. Every parts of it, uh, all of it. Um, and and so, in in the weeks ahead, I'm going to talk to you about about reading through it um, on a, on a very regular basis, but in a way that that hopefully will will excite you. It should never be a drudgery. It should always be something that uh, if we're if you're doing it just because you got to get through it, oh, I got to do it, I got to get through it, you're missing something, because um, that stuff won't last. You know, it's 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 like anything else. If there's not if you're not getting something out of it that if it's good for you, deep down good for you. You won't keep doing it. Uh, you know, I can only relate it again to exercise and stuff. If I if, um, if find an exercise that I'm doing that I, I can't stand and don't want to do it, I have to change it to something else because I won't do it. Um, and so it's, um, you know, there's a, you, you've just got uh, to dig into how amazing it is and allow it to be illuminated to you. And, and the Spirit of God will certainly do that. And so, so we have Him in that process. Third, he leads us in our prayers, Uh, Ephesians 6.18, and pray in the spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the saints. So um, most of the stuff that I said about time in the word is is virtually the same for time in prayer. Um, Prayer time should be something that you look forward to. Um, and, and the Holy Spirit will help you in the process, and sometimes people go and they get stuck and they' go i don 't know how to pray and 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 so you can ask God to help you with that I, I need help and and uh, it 's amazing how he helps us in prayer all of a sudden we'll we 'll get things that we realize we need to pray about um, uh, you know'll we'll, we 'll have direction in it and again it 's another uh exciting encounter to know that that prayer is not just one sided it 's not just us you know, sort of randomly talking to someone that, you know, you can't see. Um, it's, it's a two-way process between us and the one who created everything. And, and he, he wants that. Uh, he wants that connection with us. And he's faithful. Um, when, you, when you go with that attitude of, Lord, I just want to connect with you, um, that he, he's there in, in deep connection. And, and again, what an amazing privilege that we have access to, to, to really be in, in connection with the God of the universe. And, and it's available to us. He's available to us. And, and so the, the Holy Spirit helps us. He reminds us of our dependence on God for everything that matters in, in this process. And so we, we look to him for help in this area as well and, and the power to do it. Point four, um, he also leads us in our worship. Philippians 3.3. 3. For it is we who are the circumcision, we who worship by the Spirit of God, who glory in Christ Jesus and who put no confidence in the flesh. So, you know, we talked last week about spending time at his feet in order to listen and to love him and and to know that life is found in him. And again, the Spirit of God helps us in that process to to just begin to understand what it means to to worship, to, to spend time with God. And, and how, uh, again, how incredible it is um, that this is what life in step with the Spirit looks like. And uh, he, he, he helps us to, to understand um, that our response in this is, is humility. It's, it's so overwhelming that, that God would, would give us this kind of access. And yet he does, even though we, we like, you know, we're, a, we're broken messes. And, and yet we have this amazing access to perfect, holy God in Christ, empowered by the Spirit in this process. And so there's, uh, there he is helping us there. And, and fifth point, he leads us in living in and for the kingdom of God. Acts 1.8 says you will receive power... When the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you'll be my witnesses in Jerusalem, and Judea, and Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. So I said, you know, when we come to Christ, the, the Holy Spirit comes and dwells in us. When He comes on us, um, He empowers us to be witnesses for God. Now, sometimes people think that all that means is that um, uh, that we can go and and uh, and you know just tell people about Jesus, and that's you know we go out and do all those things. But but what he empowers us to do is to live for him. He empowers us to do everything I just talked about. And that the way that we impact the world around us is is not just in our words, it's with our lives. See, we're living witnesses. Um, The the world looks at us and and not just at our message, they look at our lives. And, And it's the combination of those things that makes a difference. Uh, because they, if our if our lives and our words don't match up, you know what happens? They stop listening to our words, and and, and unfortunately we've we've had that happen. They just mute us right out boop, of the conversation, and and I've 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 talked about this before. We've we've basically been muted out by our culture, because our uh, our words and our lives quit matching up. We we started somehow using our words to tell the world how bad it was. And we stopped loving them in the process. And, and once our words in our lives didn't match up any longer, they just turned off our words. And so now we have to live in such a way that we, we love people where they'll, let us, well, they'll hear us again. Um, that, that's the dynamic that we're in. That that we have to live this thing out, and and not in a pretend way, not in a fake way, not in a uh, you know I'm this way at church and I'm this way everywhere else. In a way that just says, look, I'm I'm broken, um, but I know Jesus and He's working in me, and the Spirit of God lives in me, and He's changing me. But I still have issues in my life, and that's the reality of my life. My my I have not yet arrived. But, but, you know, uh, my heart's desire is to, to live for Him better every day. And some days are better, and some days aren't. Um, but I, I continue on in the process. But the Holy Spirit empowers me to be a witness for Him. And, and so it's a living witness. The Holy Spirit empowers you to live this life for Him and in Him. That's, that's what he does when he comes into us. He's here to help us in these things, um, to live our lives trying to do the next right thing. And so with the Holy Spirit in us then and with what he's doing in our lives, we have all the power that we need to spend time reading his word, to spend time in prayer, to spend time at the feet of Jesus, and, and all those things will help us to live as witnesses for Him, living by doing the next right thing, living well, Um, and and that that there's the dynamic in that, you know, do you really want to get well, goes beyond just us getting well, it goes into then making a difference in the world around us, and and that's what this is all about, It's, it's, it's this whole package of life that we can have in God. And, and that we've settled, unfortunately, for so much less and we've, been, we've, we've, been, we've had life stolen from us by a very clever adversary who, who's just kind of cheated it out of us and continues to do it, knowing he's defeated. Knowing that, that, that you know, when you find Jesus, you've, 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 you've got eternity figured out. He wants to rip off the now part of your life. And, and we can't let him. We can experience his life now. And and we settle for so many counterfeits to to the reality of this life. So my encouragement is this: that the Holy Spirit's in you; He wants to help you. Yield to Him. Ask Him for help when you when you take this week again. And I don't know how you've been doing, and I'm, I'm not going to do a survey or a poll. But you've been hearing me now. This is week number four in in this area. Five minutes every day in the Bible, because um, I, I, I I don't want to beat anybody into it, but it it will change your life, it will absolutely change your day-to-day life in ways that you cannot comprehend if you're not doing it, five minutes, so I want to encourage you again, I want to exhort you again this week, And, and, and now you have the power source, we just talked about it, the Holy Spirit's in you, if you're in Christ, you got all that you need to make this happen, and you start by saying, Lord would you help me? because i want to start plugging in and and uh, holy spirit i I want you to illuminate the scripture to me and and so i'm going to dig in and if if it doesn't feel illuminated that day you go back the next day and you keep going it'll get there okay but you plug in and then five minutes in prayer follow that up five minutes in prayer and I, i don't know how to pray start by telling the lord how much you love him you're sitting at his feet you've listened to his word and now in response to whatever it was that you read or, or whatever that, that pops in your mind, just tell him how much you love him. You can do that for quite a bit of time. Uh, and then you know, talk to him about what you're going through and what your needs are, just like you would talk to anybody else. And, and let me encourage you in that process to listen again. You'll hear me talk in the weeks to come um, about a part of prayer that's very important, where right? I just, just listen for the whisper. That, that You just listen for the whisper. And just, just hang there in his presence five minutes in, in the word five minutes in prayer that's ten minutes at the feet of Jesus in worship that's what that is and, and we start there it will change everything and, and the spirit of God will help you if you ask he wants to help you you yield to him and he'll help you in the process so that's what we're up to today and uh, I just want to keep encouraging you to press in and then um, we're going we're gonna to talk about uh, in the next couple of weeks um, some more help that we have, the help we have in one another, and how that works in, uh, in moving us in the right direction and, and what that looks like. And then we're going to talk about uh, the power of forgiveness for when we don't make it, because sometimes we won't make it. We don't want to get stuck in guilt and shame, and we don't need to, because God's a new beginning every day, new starts, and He's in all of that. So that's where we're, we're heading. Uh, in the days to come. But start with that again this week. Make it your, your, your daily sort of thing. Now, five minutes reading the Bible. Five minutes praying. Start there, and we'll, we'll go from there. Okay, so that's it for today. If you're watching on television or by video, thank you so much for spending your time with us. We know how valuable your time is, and uh, we appreciate you doing it. So uh, if you need prayer, you can go to our website at keysvineyard.com and shoot us a prayer request, and we'll pray for you. You can call us. And we'll we'll add whatever your prayer requests are to our, our prayer list. We'll be praying for you. Come and visit us when you can. We'll see you soon.